All right, good morning. Hallelujah. All right, here we are, teaching others also, Psalm 90. Grab your Bible, talk, go to Psalm 90. Our radio broadcast type of uh, teaching this week is in Psalm 90. Uh, uh, yesterday, we started our week off there on Monday with talking about Psalm 90, read the psalm, etc. Today, we're still there. Well, here we are on Tuesday, the 28th of December, 2021, and many of us probably never thought that time would go this far. I know after I came to Christ and started hearing prophetic teaching and preaching and stuff, uh, most of them did not think we'd be here as believers in 2021. We'd have to be somewhere, okay, and there would have to be a lot going on because if the Lord Jesus Christ had called us out of here in the year 2000, you've still got a millennium. You know, a lot of believers, they just, they just kind of hit and miss with the Bible. They don't slow down and think. There's still another thousand years of stuff, okay? And that book of Revelation, has, it describes a bunch of stuff. And we've studied it. Many of us have studied it, you know, verse by verse, word by word and all that. But you're not going to unravel a lot of it. Now, we're talking about bringing in a, a new year. You know, out with the old, in with the new, that kind of thing. And we talked about a little bit of introspection and reflection yesterday. This morning, I want to look at some stuff about time and, and remind you again that time is from the Lord. So if he gifts it to us, we got to be stewards of it. That doesn't mean accounting for every five seconds of your day or every five minutes of your day. However, it also doesn't mean just letting time go by and go by and go by and go by. One of the greatest things that ever happened to me of necessity as God directed and called me to do certain things many, many, many years ago and got started in it, was I knew I had to find out how to deal with time. That when I grew up, someone else had control of your time. They told you what school hours were going to be with my, my dad and them. I knew I was going to feed horses and pick out some stalls and, and uh, do some stuff there. I was going to get on the bus and go to school. I was going to come home and Pick up where I left off, okay? On a horse, cleaning up under him, under him, or cleaning up after him. And so, as you go on through life, then you have to get skills. With if you want to to learn some things, you've got to apply your time. You've got to study outside of the appointed classroom. You've got to do what's called homework. You've got to do outside study and outside reading, and you've got to assign yourself stuff. I was speaking at a like a natural health college one time. And I was using an illustration. I had about, I think it was an hour and a half. They, they asked me to come in and just talk to them about time and, you know, event and task management. And I started off saying, you know, I, I said, look, what we're going to talk about tonight is very practical. It's very practical because wouldn't you hate to, you know, take a, a course here, a class here, and, and, and 13 weeks later, the, teacher stand up and say okay pass them in and someone would raise their hand and say pass what in and they said well pass that project you've had 13 weeks to work on and i'm not joking somebody in the back said oh no and the place just started laughing and literally that night unbeknownst to me some that that teacher one of the teachers whose time i was taking they had to hand in their paper their 13 weeks project that evening as they were leaving after the lecture. And I thought, yeah, well, you know, that's just Lord helping you out a little bit, helping me out. 
But it's that way with life. And I've got all kind of stuff that Lord taught me personally, and I have to work at it every single day. So I'm not talking about ultra-managing or ultra-dividing, but I know this. If I had not paid attention and learned and went and sought out ways to understand time, first biblically and then practically, things would, would I wouldn't be I wouldn't be here doing this morning doing the broadcast. Because you see what happens is we forget. Let me say give you some peas about time. All right? With the Lord. Time is from the Lord. Now, I understand this you know, down to the minute and all that digital stuff. And, you know, and look, if you're missing a, if you're catching a, you're catching a bus, time to the minute matters. I mean, uh, it was a, back in, in the day, and I'm not talking about, you know, when it was horse and buggy, they actually had mechanical buses to ride to school when I was a kid. Okay. But back in the day, when we were out, had horses on the farm or had horses at a stable, you didn't want to miss that bus. You were in big trouble with dad and mom if you missed the bus. You better get up and get down there. And there was times when, because everybody's doing work and they're doing horse work and it starts early in the morning, you had to get yourself up and get ready. And so understand that time is from the Lord. It's a gift. In this passage, for example, there's prophetic time. There's something he's talking about off in the future. For example, if you're a child of God, there's a judgment seat of Christ time. It's coming. It's going to come. And he's going to ask you and I individually, what did we do with our time and our tasks and our talent and our treasure and our thoughts? Okay? Our temple. He's going to. There's proportionate time. For example, in the passage in verse 10, the days of our years are three score years and ten, seventy. And if by reason of strength they be four score years, eighty, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. For the most part, there's never enough time left. People want someone to stay and to stay. And and the problem is we're we can't stay indefinitely. We're going. We are going yonder. Okay? And there's proportionate time. There's years. There's days. He said our years, verse 10, our days, verse 12, teach us to number our days. And so in the Bible, he also divided it up into months. And he divided those feasts up to where they come out into quarters. Four groups of three. We were just talking the other day. I was like, okay, this is December. December is like the word deca. Is like decimal. Okay, like this. It is 10. But if you were writing out something, writing a check or whatever, you'd be writing the date as 12, right? 12, 28, 21. But this is not the 12th month of the year as far as God goes and as far as weather goes. September, you would say, you would, if you're writing the date, you'd say it's the ninth month of the year, but Sept means seven. October is oct, as in octagon is eight. So you see, the old God of this world has, is always messing with stuff to keep us a little off kilter when it comes to our walk with God and our life. Time is proportionate, but then time is particular. You number your days, and if you're wise, you'll take and you'll break your day down a little bit. 
I'm not talking about you got to get it down to, you know, one minute and five minutes. I will say this. I'm totally in favor of glancing at your day and looking at it in 15-minute pieces because 15 minutes a day, okay, 15 minutes a day is approximately 90 hours a year. It's a tad more than that. I'm just going on, you know, like just averaging. But get it in your head. 15 minutes a day is 90 hours a year. That's a lot of hours, ain't it? You get me? So here's what I'm saying to you. That time is prophetic. He points us off to it. Time is proportionate. There's years. There's months. There's days. Time is particular. Time is particular because there are birthdays and anniversaries and events and stuff like that. It matters to people if you can remember those things. I know you can punch them into your phone and all that sort of thing. Let me say this to you. If you're going to do something that's meaningful, not just electronic, you still got to plan ahead if you're going to put something, and they actually still do mail, by the way. A lot of y'all still do it. You do it with your, your uh, free shipping account. Time is particular. Now, here's one. We'll throw this out, these today. Time is prosperous. There's prosper. There's prophetic time. There's proportionate time. There's particular time. There's prosperous time. There is a cycle to prosperous things in a child of God's life. Now, prosper is not measured by money. And if you don't know that, I kind of feel sorry for you. But it's not measured by money. And if we're not careful, we forget that. Look at, look at uh, or I'm going to just read it to you for time. 3 John, verse 2. 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. As. I've said before, wouldn't it be funny if when you went to church, that whatever condition your soul was in is how your body posture would be. Like people who are just weak, hadn't read their Bible, hadn't prayed, hadn't been walking with God, they'd sit in the pew and they would just kind of like fall over like a, a wet, a, a cooked spaghetti noodle, you know, and whoop, slip, slide out of the pew onto the floor. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Now, some of y'all are cringing. You don't want anybody to know that that. What, what if your prosperity was measured as your soul is prospering, not vice versa? Like not inverted there, not your soul prospers according to your bank account or your retirement or your health or the government laws. Prosperous time. He tells us in this book of Psalms, what a great, on, on the New Year day, I mean, there's nothing better than to pick up Psalm 1 and read it and spend your whole day just meditating on it. He said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth, in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doth he meditate day and night. Ready? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Not necessarily, in fact, not at all, to be measured by money or popularity or notoriety or any of those things. The thing about Joseph while he was a slave and a prisoner and a servant, the thing that, that happened in Joseph's life was that whatever he did, 
according to your Bible, your King James Bible, God prospered him. The Bible tells you in Genesis 39, 1, that Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a what? A prosperous man. Joseph is a slave, a servant. He's not able to go out and buy and sell. And his master saw, verse 3, the Lord was with him, that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hands. So whatever Joseph took on, whatever Joseph was assigned, God blessed him at it. And he's, listen, he's not, ready? End of the chapter. He goes from there, he goes from the palace under, under him <clears throat> to the prison. And the keeper, the keeper, verse 23 of, of Genesis 39, the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. He's a prosperous trustee. In other words, whatever he did, God bless him, he did it well. That's why we want the promise that's over in Joshua chapter 1. Joshua 1, another beginning passage one first of the year but listen joshua chapter one only be strong verse seven and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which moses my servant commanded thee turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest i don't know about you that's what i want i want my time with god to be prosperous time because of me following Him. I want it to be something that my life, I don't care if it's mowing the lawn, I don't care if it's driving nails, I don't care if it's picking up rubbish, whatever it is, I'd like for, I want my desires for it to be prosperous in God's eyes. Prosperous under Him. We're going to take a little bit more. We've got still got... Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we're closing out the new year. But this week, we're going to bring in that new year. We're walking out of the old. Think about time. Whose time are you spending? It's God's. Where's time from? It's from the Lord. And let's watch what God wants to put on our hearts this week about the time to come whether we have one day, two days, or five days in that new year. God be with you. See you in the morning.